0: There are six steps in terms of what I've been able to reverse engineer that I found to be effective, not just in outsourcing in my business, but even as I'm doing consulting inside of the accelerator program or even folks in the influence community, this is what I've shared with them and they've been successful too. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. One of the biggest challenges that I often see new business owners or even experienced business owners face is this little mindset that somehow they believe they have to become the jack of all trades. They have to become the website designer, the sound engineer, the graphic designer, and they catch themselves in a place of massive overwhelm where they end up getting very little done because they're trying to spread themselves way too thin and do it all themselves. Now, this is where some people would just simply give the answer to this. The solution is, of course, outsourcing. I wanna go a little bit above and beyond in this week's episode, episode number 29 of Hypnotic Language Hacks, Outsourcing 101, because even better, we're going to break the process down into six verifiable steps because if you can go about it in terms of a journey and you understand where you are and why you're there in that specific part of this process, the experience of outsourcing what you do becomes even easier. Let me kick this off the right way by telling you in advance, you've seen graphic design of mine on the web, you've heard my voice on podcasts, you've possibly even watched videos of me, and all that stuff, let's call it out, looks rather good. Here's why. I wasn't the one to do it. (laughs) It's my job as the practitioner, as the business owner, as that entrepreneur in terms of looking at everything. It's my job to be the ringmaster and make all these things happen. So this week inside of Outsourcing 101, let's break the process of outsourcing down into six simple steps. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, Even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free, behind-the-scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at jasonlinette.com. Let's begin this episode with a bit of a day in the life in terms of how I tend to run my business. Now, I'm a bit of a morning person, so I set my alarm typically each morning for about 6.30, which means naturally I wake up around 5.45 in the morning. And usually my kids get up around like 7.30, 7.45, my wife as well. So that kind of gives me a bit of time in the morning to kind of catch up on some admin tasks, do some writing and basically get ready for the business day. Now there's a magical thing that occurs during this time too, which before I explain it, we have to go throughout the rest of the business day. So throughout my day, throughout my day, whether I'm working with people one-to-one, whether I'm producing video content or audio, Along the way, I am creating specific jobs for people that I currently work with. Even before we get into the content this week, let me implant a little bit of a mindset belief here. The idea that just because you can doesn't mean you should. One more time, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Because as part of my backstory, I worked in theatrical production for a number of years and I almost went into sound design. So I actually know how to work my way through like Adobe Audition or all sorts of sound software quite well. But again, just because you can doesn't mean you should. So throughout the day, I am compiling specific tasks for people who work for me. So here's the person who does website design and updates inside of membership websites. If we're doing a training event and perhaps there are certificates or some documents that need to be shared with the students, here's the person who does that. Perhaps I've produced a series of videos and whether they're gonna go out for the podcast, that's this one specific team. If it's a video for this other purpose, that's another team. Meanwhile, there's a really cool automation feature that I kind of reverse engineered and then suddenly realized I didn't know how to do it myself. And here's this guy up in New York who he does that for me. So throughout the day, I am putting these specific jobs together. I'm using a project management platform called Trello, which is most often free, depending on the level you're going into it. So I'm getting these tasks ready. Now, also throughout my day, some of these people are domestic here in the United States and on a similar time zone as I am. Some of them are all around the world. So throughout my workday, I am doing my job up until the point that should be my specific responsibility. Are you with me so far? But then as my workday ends, because some of these people are in other countries, I get to take advantage of a 24 hour work cycle. So remember what I said about waking up in the morning and I'm usually up and active around like six in the morning where now I'm logging into my computer perhaps and the catchphrase is, look how productive I've been. Suddenly here are the video edits. Here are the graphic designs here are the pieces of sound and whatever material that someone else for my business has been producing. Back when I was going to a gym, I've kind of pulled back from that in the midst of a pandemic, but back when I was going to a gym, I was doing sort of a heavy compound lifting kind of uh, progressive overload style of strength training, which if you're not familiar with that, you're doing extremely heavy sets for like three to five reps, but then you're hanging out for five minutes, letting your body kind of reset, and then you do it again. So this was my kind of rockstar entrepreneur moment of I'm checking in with this designer in the Philippines, this designer over in India, this editor who's over in Germany. She's originally from the US, she's just living over there now. And again, this game of look how productive I've been. In a previous episode, I talked about that ability to duplicate yourself. This week, I'm gonna get into even more detail because what I wanted you to hear inside of that introduction, is that it's no longer the game of who do I find? How do I get started? Because there's a very reliable system inside of all of that, and that's what we're about to talk through. There are six steps in terms of what I've been able to reverse engineer that I found to be effective, not just in outsourcing in my business, but even as I'm doing consulting inside of the accelerator program, or even folks in the influence community, this is what I've shared with them and they've been successful too. So let's go off of a bit of a metaphor here first before I get into the details. It's like 2003 and I'm in college and there's this girl at my university that I had a bit of a crush on and I did not walk up to her and say, you and I are going to get married. Now that we've been together for well over almost 17 years at this point, it probably would have worked or it may have ended up with mace in my face. It didn't. We've got two kids. So looking at this idea that too many people in terms of business and sales. And if you've been listening to hypnotic language hacks for quite some time, you've likely heard me share this sentiment before. Too many people are trying to consummate the sales relationship even before the first date. And let me be a little bit bold here, if not slightly provocative to some of you. If you have attempted to outsource something in the past and if it did not go as you wanted it to go, sorry to say this, That was your fault. Let me soften that now. (laughs) What I mean by that is, well, there's a principle in hypnotic communication. We teach this inside of business influence systems. The communication mechanism is the meaning of the communication is the response that it gets. And let's just simplify this to a much easier perspective. If that was a person who could immediately deliver exactly what you wanted, that person would either be one, a mind reader, a psychic, or two, already in the industry you're trying to build your, your space within. So these people are not psychic. These people are not mind readers. You've got to train anyone at any point in the conversation. So what's happened over the years in terms of crashing and burning with different outsourcers, hiring people, getting frustrated, and restarting my entire business a few times over in the early days, I've kind of unpacked this into the six-step six step system. That being said, head over to the show notes for this week's episode, jasonlinett.com, J-A-S-O-N-L-I-N-E-T-T, one N, two T's, no extra letters at the end, and throw up jasonlinett.com forward slash number 29, 29. That'll bring you over to the show notes, because what I'm going to do there is I'm going to give you a bit of a hit list in terms of some of the websites, some of the services that I've used over the years to find people to work for me to hit it off easy. They keep changing the names. This is why we're just gonna reference it over there. So check the show notes, I'll give you some of those websites to look at. So let me give you the overview of these six steps first, then we'll go back and break it down. Here's the quick sort of thumbnail Cliff's Note sketch. We're gonna begin with a micro task. Give somebody something easy to do, and this is what's gonna be that first date to kind of test the waters and see how your business relationship is going to go. As a preview, you're going to hire someone who is more qualified than the specific task you're looking for. Step two, we're then going to move to a bigger design step. So in the example I'm about to outline, you'll probably go from a logo to the graphic layout of a website. So from a micro task to a bigger design step to then from there, step three, make this functional. So this is where now something needs to actually work. So it might be put this video, you know, sort of bumper on the actual video, balance the sound, make me something functional. That's step number three. Step number four is we've now got the green light. This person is responsive, things are going quite well. Step four is please actually build my project. Step five, this is a little unique to what I teach. Step number five is we're going to then pivot that communication relationship to then go, hey, you did a phenomenal job. If I wanted to hire you hourly, what would the rate be? You know, based on an as needed basis. So if I work with you, I pay you. If I don't work with you that month, I don't owe you anything. Inside of step five, get ready for this magic step, which I will leave as a cliffhanger for now. Stick around. There's so much more. And then step number six, this is optional, but this is where the biggest time savings in my business nowadays is I don't have to keep rehiring people. I don't have to keep finding new people. So completely optional, depending on the budget of your business and where you are in the growth of it, we'll pivot the person out of an hourly relationship and then bring them into a full-time relationship or part-time, and I'll detail this all as we roll forward. Six simple steps. Check the show notes. This way you can play along. So let me walk you through the example of this, and let's start with a website as one way of looking about doing this. A website is a pretty big project. And there's a quick story where a friend of mine decided to briefly go into the business of designing websites for people in one of our shared industries. And I sent a lot of my students to his service to have websites built. As a side note, he no longer does this and you might be about to find why. So here's what would happen. My students would call me up because I had made the recommendation and complain He's not putting any opt-in offers on my website. To which I would respond, did you ask for them? And they said no. To which I went, well, he's a phenomenal business owner. He's a decent enough web designer who's got a good team who can help him out. But he's not a mind reader. Similar story. Yeah, but he's not putting any videos on my website. He didn't put a two-minute welcome video on my homepage like you teach. And I got to respond, have you shot that video yet? No, okay, (laughs) so do you expect he has some magical CGI skills to create a video of you talking about your business? No, so do you see where it's your part of the conversation here? The same way as, let me poke fun of myself here. Here's a moment that I said to my Whitman web designer, why is the the opt-in offer not on this episode of the podcast? And she rightfully responded because you haven't given me the details yet. I thought I had, I was wrong. I love working with people, by the way, who bully me around. This is getting way too personal, but a number of years ago on one of my websites, I looked at the sidebar and it was something very simple. There was like an extra space between a number and a percentage. There was like a promo code offer, click here to apply this to your order. But like between 10 and the percentage sign, there was an extra space and me as the rock star entrepreneur decided, hey, That's probably easy enough that I can go in and I can remove that extra space, right? Wrong. I crashed the entire website. (laughs) And I had to wait till the weekend was up uh, because just my main designer at the time, she wasn't available. And as soon as she was available, she sent me a message that, quote, I just locked you out of your own website. It's Monday, I'll give you the passwords on Friday. This was a very proper, very polite, very, let's say, proper person, who the fact that she used some colorful language in the email, you keep effing stuff up, this is why you pay me, you can't screw this up this week. She locked me out of my own website. Now this becomes a litmus test for some of you out there as entrepreneurs, because I've heard some people say, oh, I would have fired her after that. I gave her a raise. That's what her job was, and she policed me better, and now I know my role inside of what I do. Label what you do well, hand the rest off to someone else. So as we're talking about a website here, let's, let's walk through this together. I'm gonna to go onto a service like um, a Freelancer, different websites. Again, we're gonna leave that out of the conversation here in the audio. Go to the website, we'll make sure there's an up-to-date list that's always there. But I'm gonna find somebody who is a web designer. So I'm starting with the end in mind, which if you've heard me enough, that's always a theme that I teach from. Start with the end in mind, reverse engineer back from there. I found a web designer. I'm gonna reach out to that web designer to say, here's the premise of my business. Here's what I do. Here's some images that I like. Here's some styles that I don't like. Make me a new logo. So it's by beginning with step number one, the micro task. By beginning with that micro task, what am I doing? I'm training a responsiveness. I'm training the ability that I can give instructions and this person can make design alter alterations and then send me back exactly what I want. As a side note to this, I will mention one service and in the future, there may be others like this as well. Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. I don't tend to be the biggest fan of this platform for like long-term projects. There's other ones that I prefer. Check the show notes for those. But it's where Fiverr is good if you have no idea what the hell you want. True story. There's one time a number of years ago, I had a basic idea of what I wanted, like even to the point I could draw it on a sheet of paper, but in terms of the final project, eh, I don't know. (laughs) So at the time, Fiverr had projects for 5 bucks each. It's kind of hard to find $5 jobs at Fiverr these days. That's a whole other conversation. But there I was on Fiverr, and I posted the job, and I hired... 10 people to do the job. Think about that. Five bucks each times 10, $50 investment. And here's what happened. Immediately out of the gate, six of them sucked. Just nowhere near what I asked for, not even close. One of them actually completely ripped off the logo of one of my really good friends' websites. And just as a gag, I sent it to him to say, hey, check out my new logo with a name really similar to his. And he got the joke. Now, four of them were okay. Two of them were very close. Of those two, one person was extremely responsive. The other one, we'll say it politely, might have just been busy and didn't get back to me so fast. So I gave the design notes that I'd give to the other one, shared the images, and said, here's what I'm looking for. To keep things appropriately fair in terms of outsourcing, please and thank you. Go a very far way. Don't be a jerk. It's just a general good rule of life it turns out. (laughs) But I gave them both a pay raise and you can guess which one I gave a bigger bonus to because that was the logo that I then used for that business for like five years. So you might not yet be at phase one, but as soon as you're there, hire a designer, someone whose work that you've seen. You can see their portfolios very often on these websites. Hire them for a micro task. Take note, not until I get to step number five. Step number five of the system. Up until then, I'm pay for performance. I'm not paid by the hour. I'm gonna save that to the very end of the project once I've got something in motion. So point number one, I want a website, design me a new logo. The benefit of this is, assuming that person positively is responsive and is doing what you're asking for, great. You're validating you can actually work with this person. And some of you out there might already be nodding your heads because you're realizing what we're going to be avoiding here. I have not yet given someone $5,000 to rebuild a website and then find out I just can't work with this person. So this is that first date. This is just let's have coffee. That's what's happening inside of the micro task component of this. Assuming it's going well, double down, keep going. Assuming it's not going well, exit out. Thank you so much. Pay them for the time they have already put in. Step number two, expand the design step. So in this, If it's a website, I may start to go, you know what, tell you what, let's start to design at least the homepage of the website. I've been considering this logo, we're kind of holding back information. I've been considering this logo for a new website. Let's do this, look at my current website if you have one or perhaps draw something out and give them some insights as to what you're looking for. Two little magical pieces of language you can use inside of your outsourcing. And I have to tell you now these two pieces of language I've had so many people tell me this saved their business. Option number one, make me one like this. Option number two, make this pretty. (laughs) So one of my websites, you would never know it if you saw the original version, was modeled after a nail salon in San Diego. What's a business that has multiple services that reaches a large audience? Nail salons fit into that category. I completely reverse engineered the layout of the website. That became one of my main websites for a number of years. And I'd bet you, even if we showed my website to the people who I modeled, not copied, but modeled, they wouldn't see the similarities. We started with a simple intention and then modified from there. This is what we do with storytelling and metaphors inside of hypnotic communication for business. For more sales, that's what I teach inside of business influence systems. So we go inside of that design step And this is where we start to flesh out the details, which again, we're paying for performance. How much would it be to do this next step? Which again, we're not yet getting to build out. We're not yet getting to make this thing fully functional and launch it until we've seen that again, responsiveness of this individual. I can keep going, enhancing this rapport in this relationship, or if it's not going well, I can back right out respectfully, politely, pay them for their time. I wish you the best. But now that we've got that design step, step number two in motion, we can now move on to step number three, which inside of this for the example of a website would be let's now make this functional, which this often may involve maybe they've got their own design team. So currently I'm working directly with a designer programmer that she has additional staff, which is actually mostly her family, it turns out. So it's her staff, it's her team, and over time she sometimes will act like a general contractor and job specific things out. But again, I only owe her inside of our relationship. I've trained her over the last couple of years to act almost as if as a project manager at times and buckle up for this little piece of advice. There are times where I've invested some money in learning someone's training program, their webinar series, and as much as I watched the training, I paid her to watch it as well and asked her, when you go through this training, build me a checklist. What assets do I need to produce? Let me just make sure you heard that right. I will often pay my outsourcer once we're in the relationship phase, the last step I will pay them to watch the same training materials, the same materials that I'm watching this way they can act as that project manager. I said to her a while ago, we're using on one of the membership sites, a piece of membership software that I said, Hey, I haven't logged in and looked at that in a while. Go in and see what new features they've added. How can we make this website better? And she went in and did all that for me. So even projects that psychically I didn't yet even know to ask. But as soon as they're there, wow, look how productive we are. (laughs) So now making it functional, this may involve bringing more people into the project. And it's only now, if we're talking of a website, we're getting closer to that final step, fourth step here of building the project out. Hey, this logo is good. This graphic design is great. I love the feel of the navigation bar. This website's gonna be a homepage and like five subpages and then two funnel sequences perhaps and a contact page. What would the cost be for that? You might end up haggling a little bit here. You might be getting a little bit more specific. Be open to how you're gonna work with people, which is a preview. I have to tell you the story of another website, which I broke this rule, but I'll tell you why in a bit. Let's stick with this formula for right now. Step number four, build the project, get a single payment fee for that, pay for the project, fund it, depending on the outsourcing platform that you're using. There are some that, like an escrow account, lets you deposit the money into the system, and then you release the funds when the project is complete. Typically, when you get to the final steps of hourly or relationship, that's where I'm just paying some of these people directly on PayPal or whatever platforms that they often would use one takes a credit card payment every month from me. So, step number 4, make the project happen, build the project. So, as we're talking about a website, maybe now we've got that homepage with the five subpages and the contact page and two different funnel sequences, you've now got an operational website. But here's some good advice as a side note to websites, they're never done. Now, There's always some new video, some new offer, some better piece of technology, and just over time, design styles and functionality changes. So a bunch of years ago, a bunch, a number of years ago, we all had to redesign our websites to make them mobile responsive. Now, most people are looking at websites on their mobile devices, and that's where you should sort of design in terms of the mindset for, because that's the majority of people browsing these days. So build that project, but then there's gonna be a need for ongoing maintenance. Here comes the magical question, hey, make sure you say, hey, <laughs> Hey, what would it cost on an hourly basis to have you do additional projects for me only as needed? That's a typical relationship in the outsourcing world. And very often they'll tell you a fee. I have to sidebar here because again, some of you may choose to only hire in your own home country. Some of you may be like me, I teach to an international audience. Therefore, I work with an international staff. Then again, that 24-hour work cycle that we pull off inside of my business. Different parts of the world, cost of living is slightly different. And I say that even owning the fact that this was filmed as I lived in Virginia. And we're now in the process of moving down to Florida, which, man, I am surprised how much more affordable everything's about to become. Business is entirely online. Let's do this somewhere where we'd also vacation was the mindset of that. Even our health insurance is dropping. Anyway, back to this. So now we bring them into that hourly relationship. I want you to listen to this next step very carefully because I found this one's magic and people's eyes go wide when they hear this. Let's assume, and this is pretty standard at the time of this recording, I hear from one of the designers, hey, I'll do additional tasks for you at like $25 an hour. Which again, I would spend six hours to do it badly and chances are they might knock it out in 20 minutes. Hey, round it up, here's the $25. Once you have once you have that established as to what their hourly rate would be, you pivot once again. That sounds great, assuming 25. That sounds great. Can you and I hop on a Zoom call together for like three hours and I'll pay you three times your hourly rate for those hours. So. I overpay for what you're about to hear. I'll pay you three times your hourly rate for those three hours for the two of us together to hop into Zoom. And I'll share my screen and you teach me how to make website updates. Show me how to add a blog post. Show me how to change out a graphic. Show me how to add a new video. Teach me how to use my own stuff. So as a side note, we're currently using ClickFunnels in my business. Now, the reason we're using ClickFunnels is kind of funny because my business is typically run by like five core websites, two main product pages and three core businesses. And we knew as early as 2018, 2018, we're gonna redesign that website, Uh, 2019 and 2020, we're gonna redesign this website and now 2021, here's this other website, it's time to rebuild. And that's the one that has like 300 podcasts and a different channel, uh, 400 membership pages. So that's the beast and we've, I wouldn't say procrastinated, we purposefully set that one to be the last one we rebuilt. So this is what ClickFunnels satisfied for me. I can have my funnel marketing, I can have my sales, I can have my opt-in offers run on a third party platform, which means we can be screwing up the existing websites And business is still running. So even when I first got into ClickFunnels, I did the step that you're hearing right now. I found someone to build a sequence for me. Take this existing funnel that we had built like an Press, another web platform a number of years ago, and rebuild it for ClickFunnels. Now that that was done, hey, could I pay you three times your hourly rate for us to hop on a call together? And my screen, but you narrate where I should click. He showed me how to make edits, he showed me how to fix the spacing, he showed me how to add products and make it functional, and nowadays I'm good enough in Click Funnels and take the same story and apply it to anything else you would like to learn. You don't have to pay as much as I do, but I've typically found they respond a whole lot faster and very often we're done. Even sooner than that, I pay for the full amount of time. Please and thank you go a long way, so does tipping and giving bonuses. Treat these people exceptionally well, without them, your business imaging or whatever it is, isn't going to look as good as it could. So hourly in trade. Now that's the final step for a lot of you out there. Depending on the ongoing needs of your business is where the final step, step number six, relationship comes into play. This is where I'd ask somebody, hey, how much would it cost just to pay you monthly and have you on retainer to do whatever projects I send you? And you might be surprised as to how reasonable it often becomes, whether it's domestic, whether it's especially international. So, asking that question, this is the biggest time savings in my business. The fact that now I don't have to keep rehiring people. The fact that now, even with one of my main contacts, I can say, I'm not happy with that. Can you put another designer on that? And she manages that for me. The same way that here's some writing for a website of mine, and I can say, hey, You hired someone new, didn't you? And they said, how did you know? I go, because what you sent me sucked. I said it in a more positive way. (laughs) But then we have this ongoing relationship and we continue onward. So let me go through these six steps one more time. Check the show notes. We'll put those in a big column list for you. Microtask, design step, make it functional, build the project, hourly with optional training, and then from there, a relationship. I promised earlier an exception to this story, which let me give you a disclaimer because this is about to sound a little abrasive, but the exception is this person is now working with me in the relationship role. I wanted to have a new website rebuilt and a longtime designer of mine just wasn't giving me what I wanted, which was my fault because I didn't know what I wanted. I needed new sets of eyes. The same way that many years ago, this is not great for an ongoing relationship, but like for the cover of my Work smart business book, I didn't know what I wanted. So that's when I made, made use of a service like 99designs. Suddenly, just like the Fiverr story. Here's a bunch of examples. Let me pick the one that's a fit for me. So when I decided to have this one website rebuilt, I looked around at the different outsourcing websites. I found someone's who design style I really liked. And I reached out and I asked, how much would it be to have you rebuild this website? Now I asked her a funny question at the beginning. What I asked her was, this is a great interview question, by the way, take a look at my existing website, let me know what recommendations you would make. Anyone who sent me a message praising how good that website was, I didn't hire them because I didn't need the sycophant, I didn't need the kiss ass, I didn't need someone telling me that this amazing thing was beautiful because it wasn't. It was not designed well and I should know because I built that website and that should not be my skill this is why we're doing this outsourcing episode here. So I reached out to her. I loved her design style. I had her do the micro task and the design step. Then from there I asked, how much would it be to redesign this entire website? And there was a bunch of pages. She gave me an all-in-one fee, which I then went, I can appreciate that and your fee is extremely reasonable. However, I will tell you this in advance. It's not that I'm uh, microtasking. It's not that I'm a nitpicker. It's that I'm very particular and I know what I want. And you're gonna hate me. (laughs) You're gonna hate me if this is not an hourly job. So assuming it would be $800 is what she said. Assuming it's gonna be $800, what would the hourly rate be? She responded, oh, no worries. I'm used to working with people who are very specific about what they want. And I responded, no, seriously. We need to make this hourly because I know I can be difficult to work with. And if you're inside of this project, not difficult, particular, specific, intentional. If I'm having you bump up this row because I can see it's like five pixels space too wrong. I know, right? Working smart. <laughs> if I can see it's that little bit difference. And if you know, when you see that note... You're getting an extra $25 to go in and fix it. You're not going to hate me. Now, end of the story first. By the time we were done, she originally quoted $800, $950. We weren't too far off. But what we learned out of this was a responsiveness to each other. How to give notes, how to receive notes, how to make edits, how to make changes. And we learned how to work together. And she's been one of my main designers for about three years now at this point. So let's bring this to a close here with a final thought, which would be the mistake very often is, and this is commonly taught in other schools of thought too, stop asking, what should I do to grow my business? Ask, who do I need to hire to help me to grow my business? The next thing on top of that, and this is why I'm recording this episode this week, is so often, whether it's in my community or others, people are going, hey, who's got a VA that's responsive? Who's got a good web designer? And there's some good merit to that. Yet the truth is, when you know how to navigate the communication, when you know how to ask for what you want, when you know how to build that working relationship, you can craft someone into being your perfect designer, your perfect outsourcer, that perfect business relationship. So it's a matter of now knowing the systems of how to create these dynamic relationships to outsource like a pro, and as we like to say in business, get out there and make it rain. You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring JasonLinette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode, because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.